Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Guys, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Matthew Donald. Bonus content for both my shows, The Ritwit and Paleobites. This month, we're talking about King Kong. Link is in the description. Thank you for your support. Have a good day. Efficiency. Isn't it great? Oh, it's King Kong 2005. The Peter Jackson one. Damn it, so much for efficiency. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleo Bites, the podcast where God creates dinosaurs, God destroys dinosaurs, God creates man, man destroys God, and man creates a podcast about dinosaurs. (laughs) And then the podcast eats man and... Woman inherits the earth, right? Yes. <laughs> and, or, or dinosaurs eat the podcasters, and then radio comes back. There, now you're talking. <laughs> now radio's fine. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. My name is Matthew Donald, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by uh, dinosaur aficionado, uh, mm-hmm. dinosaur connoisseur. I like that one. Uh, <laughs> Dinosaur um, propaganda mouthpiece? No. <laughs> Stephen Curro, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I stumbled there at the end. But, um, well, yeah, the, I'm good. But. Well, well, there is that scene in um, Godzilla versus um, King uh, uh, versus King Ghidorah, actually. Oh, okay. Back in the 90s, where this guy... So, I don't know if you've seen that movie. Nope. So, in that movie... This guy in World War II, he was fighting for the Japanese. Yes. And the Americans are bombarding an island. But then Godzilla, before he got mutated, rescued them. Ooh. And so he became like a fanatic for dinosaurs. So fast forward to the 90s. He's walking around a museum with like a little mini microphone going, the dinosaurs will save us all. My, <laughs> that's going to be you yeah, in 50 my years. My friends were like, that's going to be me. I'm like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so before Godzilla was mutated, wouldn't, wasn't he just like a normal lizard? Dude? He was a Godzillasaurus in uh, that timeline, in okay. that continuity. Okay, and so how big is normally a Godzillasaurus? Like, he was still of... pretty big. He was, I would say he was... Um, like T-Rex size. He or was bigger? like a T-Rex and a half. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And uh, then he got mutated from the nuclear bomb and became even bigger. But yeah. yeah. I like the Matthew Broderick one. No, I don't. But where he's just a normal like lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's all right, but the CGI does not hold up at all anymore. Mm, it's a little dated. Yeah, yeah. like... <laughs> And, like, when there's the baby uh, ones, it's such a ripoff of Jurassic Park. I think Roland Emmerich later stated how it, um, 
its similarities to Jurassic Park is what um, is partly sank the movie. Yeah. Well, and plus, eventually there's just too many of them. Like, there's that scene where they're in the uh, hall, and there's, like, a hundred of them. Right. And, like, like Jurassic Park works in because there's only a few. Like, and it's still scary. They didn't need, like, a hundred of raptors. Well, so. they, I think they were going, trying to go off of the idea that there are hundreds of these babies, and if even one of them gets out, we're screwed. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. It's just, it was just weird know. just it to was... see them all crowded there. and like They were, kind they were of... trying to build tension, darn it. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I guess. Normally, I like Roland Emmerich. Like, I'm not one of those people that just hates everything he does, like some other people do, but I didn't really care for that one. Um, eh, both my parents are from New York, so we kind of love that one. Ah, okay. <laughs> That's true. Well, you know, Roland Emmerich likes destroy New York. Like he did it in, and, uh, in Independence Day. Independence he did Day. it in Day After Tomorrow. He did it in Godzilla. He avoided it on purpose in 2012 because he said, "I've destroyed it too much." <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But does he have something against New York? Uh, I don't know. I'm just it's just got a lot of recognizable buildings to, to, to yeah, destroy. I guess, you know. Well, the thing about the day after tomorrow is that it actually doesn't really destroy any of them. It just freezes them. <laughs> destroys the city, just not in an explosive way. Yeah. Somehow, like... It's still very apocalyptic. Somehow, the Statue of Liberty survives that tidal wave. So. That's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't like the cold. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, what about the super cold in that movie? That's even worse. Where no. it's like that excess is... of negative 150 no, that degrees. that is my hell. <laughs> it's so cold that if you're out there for like a couple seconds, you automatically freeze. Yeah, no, thank you. I mean, it'd be quick, but still, no, thank you. It'd be really painful for a few seconds, though. Like, because yeah. cold, yeah, stuff like that. Ugh. 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 Well, that took a dark turn. Recycle, guys. We don't have to go through a day after tomorrow situation. Yes. <laughs> Climate change is a thing. No. <laughs> and and in actuality, I've heard people say that in terms of that movie, the the actual concept of the movie itself isn't that far fetched. The timeline is far fetched. Like it happening that soon is is not right. realistic. But the the. The idea that global warming would disrupt the co- the currents and create an ice age is a scenario that could happen. Potentially, yes. I in mean, a couple just, hundred years. Right, or, so. or, or, or possibly longer. They were saying, like I heard, so in the movie, they're freaking out because the ocean is suddenly dropping 15 degrees. Yeah. I heard that even if it suddenly dropped one degree, like, Globally, yeah, that would be a, a reason to panic. That that's true. Fifteen, that, that's overkill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's I don't know. It's just once again science fiction exaggerating for the sake of right. being fun. <laughs> yeah, it's like when it's like I remember all the people accusing Roland Emmerich of like of like saying like, oh, why do you why do you making this 2012 movie you think 2012 is gonna do you think 2012 is gonna happen like of course he does if he thought 2012 was gonna happen he wouldn't make a movie about it he'd prepare for it exactly like he just knows it makes a good movie scenario like yeah that movie came out three years before 2012 if he thought it was something like that was gonna happen the last thing he'd do was make a movie about it he knew that 2012 was going to happen so he decided to war on the world by making a blockbuster movie that (laughs) that people wouldn't take seriously exactly yes it's and to a be fair, brilliant plan. To be fair, 2012 did happen. And then 2013, then 2014, then 2015, they all happened. <laughs> yes. 
But nothing happened in those years that ended the world. But it, the years themselves happened. It, it's like the um, <laughs> I, I saw a comic where the Mayans are making their calendar, and one of them's like, "Uh oh, I ran out of room on the calendar." And the other guy goes, "Ha! That'll freak out somebody one day." <laughs> <laughs> and it did, and then we promptly forgot about it. Exactly. It's over, it was like right? the big world's biggest no show. Nothing happened. Absolutely nothing. Uh, okay. Well, I would say what happened the year before that was even worse. But uh, tangented enough. No dinosaur-related question. That was a crazy tangent. My goodness. We're talking about something that has nothing to do with anything that we have <laughs> talked about. I blame Roland Emmerich. <laughs> yeah. Roland Emmerich's all right, though. He did 10,000 BC, a movie that I will defend to my grave. Oh, I love that movie, too. Yeah. like. But anyhow. Anyways, we'll talk about Gargoylosaurus, though, is what we're talking about next. Uh, it means gargoyle lizard, obviously. Uh, type it is a nautosaurid ankylosaur. Uh, size 9.5 to 13 feet so that's 3 to 4 meters long 0.5 to 1.1 tons I love how stocky ankylosaurs are it's like look at that 13 feet that's not very big 1 ton though very heavy <laughs> yeah very dense <laughs> <laughs> what, he, what he lacks in, uh, in size and speed he makes up for in uh Girth. Yes. He's a big <laughs> fat boy. It's a job of the hut. <laughs> Very thick job of the hut. <laughs> With a two Z's, anyways. Okay. Notosaurs are the are the ankylosaurs that don't have the club on their yes, tail. Yes, exactly. Uh and they're also herbivores, obviously, so diet herbivore. Although so like I said last episode, I was watching like uh what Ice Age Dawn of the Dinosaurs it's on Disney Plus and there is an ankylosaurus that does chase after them and I thought oh you maybe it's just being territorial no it has sharp teeth <laughs> and like it uh it tries to chomp at them when they start sliding down the br- brachiosaurus thing so that is a carnivorous ankylosaur <laughs> you know living millions of years underground maybe it evolved that I way. feel like if it was going to be a carnivore what's more a predator it doesn't need armor. That would be a hindrance. It would be. That would slow it down. <laughs> so, Unless it's an ambush predator. Maybe he was just... Maybe the sharp teeth were just a coincidence and he was just being super aggressive. Maybe know. he was just really grumpy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, eh, get away. I don't like you mammals intruding on my... Like, coming in, stealing our jobs, living off the government. Like... <laughs> 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 so, oh my word! Anyways, uh, uh, so location, all right, no time. Lake Jurassic, 154 to 150 million years ago. Mm-hmm. It was location all throughout Western United States. Uh, described in 1998. Uh, pop culture appearances. I used one of my mega, final Megazoic book in Arrow's End. Yeah, yeah. He was a Scottish f- folk for some reason. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check it out. Uh, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> so. I believe the only one that's on display in the world... Is in the Denver Museum of Nature and Science. Uh-huh. Yes. Also, wasn't there a Disney cartoon about this species back in the 90s? If there was, I didn't see it. It's called, I'm making a joke about the show Gargoyles. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I dropped that one. It just yeah. flew right over your head. <laughs> like a gargoyle. All those gifts, the joke, you... <laughs> 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 yeah, that was a cool show. I remember it vaguely was. remember that. You know, there was supposed to be a crossover with that and a, the Atlantis TV show that was be built, supposed to be based off of Atlantis Lost Empire. Of all the crossovers, that's an interesting yeah. combination. Also, Kevin Feige has said, he said this a long time ago, so I don't think anything's going to come to it, but he said, someone asked him if you could adapt any other Disney properties. He said... Uh, if I could, the one I would do in live action by far would be Gargoyles. That would be epic. So, yeah. Sweet. Incorporate Gargoyles into the MCU. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> well, anyways, um, Gargoyosaurus. Thank you. Yes. Say that one five times fast. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's one of the earliest known ankylosaurs, which we have nearly complete remains. Mm, that's interesting. I didn't realize it was from the Jurassic period. Yeah. Well, it was in my Megazoic book back in the Elder Kind days, remember? Oh, that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense. It was in the older civilization. Yep. It's very easy to get your notosaurs mixed up. <laughs> it's true. Well, most, yeah, when you think of ankylosaurs, you don't often think of Jurassic. <laughs> oh, that's a Cretaceous thing. Exactly. Like, But no, they, they went far back. You go back even further, you got like the ancestors of them, like Scutellosaurus. You know, Scutellosaurus. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's so far back in the lineage of like the armored things. Because like stegosaurs are closely related to ankylosaurs too. They're in the same sort of branching family. Right. Uh, and this is like an ancestor of both of them. And it looks like a hypsilophodon kind of, but it has like <laughs> knobs down its tail and back. So. Huh. So, yeah. He was just the oddball of the family? <laughs> well, was just, this was early on. This was right, like early, right. early Jurassic. Maybe even like into late Triassic. I don't know. So, Scutellosaurus. Look it up. I'll do an episode on it. Scutellosaurus. I'll look that one up. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, so that, yeah, going back all the way to the middle of Jurassic and lasting all the way to the end of the Cretaceous, that's a pretty successful lineage of dinosaurs. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> lasting over 100 million years and making it all the way to the big meteor that ended it all. Pretty cool. Pretty cool indeed. If you can make it that long, that's that's the top ten for and, sure. And again, like, who knows? <laughs> they could have made it even longer if that meteor hadn't. Now. Who knows how long they would have lasted. That's true. A lot of, there is, I mean, it's speculation, but there is evidence that a lot of dinosaur species were actually increasing or at least stable before... It's true. Like at the end, yeah. there was at the end there was the biggest tyrannosaur in T Rex. There was the biggest ceratopsian in Triceratops. There was the biggest ankylosaur in Ankylosaurus. Uh, Alamosaurus or Almosaurus was not the biggest long neck, but it was pretty big, and it was at the end too. Yeah. So, so you know, yeah. they were they were hanging in there, and then it was that stupid meteorite. <laughs> yeah, that darn meteorite. Then again. I, Without the meteorite, we wouldn't be here, so maybe I shouldn't be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, when we went to the Denver Museum recently, I wanted to see in the geology exhibit if there was like any iridium so I can look at it and be like, it was you. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> so go on. No. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Hopefully you guys get that joke. If not, buy my book on Amazon.com. <laughs> All right, so... Gargoyosaurus uh, is specifically, as you said, within the Nautosaurid family of Ankylosaurus, which are the ones without club tails, like Nautosaurus and Polacanthus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did an episode in another Nautosaurid called Sauropelta, 
recently. Yes, Sauropelta. Yeah. Yes, that I'm, one's good. It's got huge one. shoulder spikes, like an <laughs> overarching supervillain, you know? Um, I remember when I was at, um, when I was working at Dinosaur Ridge, I mm -hmm. went back when they had those big animatronic dinosaurs at the zoo. Oh, um, yes. I love back. those. My, my book, Megazook, was sold there in the gift shop during that time. Right, right. Yeah. As a... So they sent me there for an outreach, and they, said, they were like, hey, you just need a couple of things. Well, they paired me with this guy. He was like a museum court, uh, curator in Florida. I don't know what he was doing in Colorado, but he had like all, I had a few casts. He had real fossils, including a chunk of an unnamed notosaur. Okay. An as yet, unnamed notosaur. Oh, wow. Like, that's holy cow. That's so cool. <laughs> you, you had me worried there for a second. Like, I teamed up with a guy from Florida. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> what if he's like, oh, this here thing, Bob, missed the arc. And, oh, and, no, no, it was the other side, the other, okay. <laughs> other direction. This, this do-wah-hickey. <laughs> I have talked, I have encountered people who um, spoke in certain unscientific terms like that but that's yeah, for another like, tale <laughs> this, this is a real god fearing beast as all you should be uh, no. nah I shouldn't not all Florida's like that no it's just the classic Florida man meme you know <laughs> like Florida man does really weird things it's like redneck like the yeah. little redneck well, it's specifically, like, if you see any news stories about, like, someone doing something absolutely crazy, like... It's usually a guy in Florida. Like, yeah, it's like, like <laughs> running out naked while holding out a bunch of cats or something. Like, something like that. It's always story opens with Florida, man. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> what is it about Florida? It's all that sun. <laughs> maybe, maybe. It's too much sun and too much hurricanes. <laughs> Speaking of global warming, Speaking fix that, guys. Otherwise, Florida will be gone and no one will mourn it. Anyways, that's not true. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Most of Florida is like two feet above sea level. It's going to be going soon. If, uh... if uh, yeah. Anyways, Scarcoliosaurus. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> Goodness gracious! So I just always I just like the design of this creature. It's cool. It, it has those spikes on its side, but yes, they're not like really big. They're almost kind of I don't know. They're symmetrical. Yeah, like, like I love razor. those spikes on the side. Often, yeah. like in movies, ankylosaurus is often depicted with those spikes, like in Jurassic World, but in, in actually did not have those. Mm. No, it just had the knobs on the back. Okay, okay. That's so good that's to know. that's a not a sword thing. So. Again, you know, it's a movie, and also Engine said, you know, they're not real, so they want to make them look cooler for their... Of course. Yeah, so... Bigger, scarier, more teeth. Yes. Or more spikes, in this case. <laughs> they're, they're side teeth, the like side a shark. <laughs> like, like how sharks' scales are teeth, you know? What? You did not know this? Shark? I wonder, you ever pet a shark before and wondered why it's so rough? Because it's... It's little teeth. Huh. Look at it under a microscope. It that looks is like a tooth. Okay. It, they are literally teeth. Huh. I don't know if they're literally like teeth teeth. Like I don't think that they're actually teeth, but, but they might be teeth like design or something. Or and they're also bone like teeth, kind of, so I don't know. They're just uh, very, I don't know. They're just very old ancient creatures where they're they're nothing but cartilage and bone. Yes. <laughs> sharks are weird, man. It's so weird. But they're so cool. I love sharks. Sharks are cool. Protect the sharks. They're endangered. You need I know. To, we need to save them. But I, I love that meme. I've seen this meme recently on Facebook where it's like you see a diver and then with a great white shark and the text says, here we see the world's most dangerous predator. It's killed millions of every year. And then there's a nice shark swimming right next exactly. to it. Exactly. No, no, <laughs> that, that, that's really how it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
Gargoylosaurus would have definitely needed this armor and spikes as it lived in the same time and place as some mighty predators like Allosaurus, Torvosaurus, and your favorite, Saurophaganax. Ah, yes. That is my favorite. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think Gargoylosaurus would have been okay, though. I mean, every day when the sun comes up, it turns to stone, right? And stone is notorious for being difficult to eat. That's a handy defense mechanism, I say. <laughs> Hashtag science. No. <laughs> yes, this is, this is here for, for learning on this show. Gargoylosaurus turned to stone, okay? <laughs> but, you know. Hung, back, hung out with hunchbacks of Notre Dame. <laughs> I bet that these guys, uh, how do I want to say it? My brain just glitched. Excuse me. Let okay, me that's okay. I will edit all this out. And yeah, yeah. No yeah. one will know. <laughs> um, I bet that these creatures excelled at surviving, though. Because if yeah. you're, I mean, if you're a big predator, are you going to try to fight with something that has a very thick armor? Are you going to go after something that's easier to bite? Yeah, I mean, the the thing is, though, it is slower, though. Well, that's the downside. So it might be easier to. If you can tip it over, I don't think these have belly armor. Like most ankylosaurs do not have belly armor, mm. so I'd say well, actually I'd wager all of them don't. So potentially, so if you, but I guess that's probably why it has those spikes to keep a predator from just like tipping mm. it over. So it could like give you a side jab. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if I feel like if I'm really hungry, I'd find a way. <laughs> so, well, life does find a way. <laughs> like as much as Dryosaurus or the other like little herbivores that would have been much easier to kill were a thing, though they were also really fast. That's true. You had to really sneak up on them to catch yeah, them. Yeah, like, so, yeah, it's it's tough being a predator. Like, being prey is easy, man. Being a predator is difficult. <laughs> <laughs> like, you might think, oh, if you're prey, you have to run from the predator. The predators fail so often. That's true. Like, like, like e- eagles, they fail like one out of every they they they're only successful one out of every ten hunts. I think it's actually like how that. most predators are. One most predators out of every in ten general. Hunts. Okay. Yeah. That's that's stressful. Yeah. You, know, you need to catch something to eat. Yeah. Now I'm like I'm hungry. I'm just like okay. Post my phone. Uber eats. All right. It'll be here in thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that's why you you know, um, wolves and lions. Yes. You know, they team up. So yes. I guess that brings their average down if they're. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd say so. Set. But then they have to feed more mouths though so true one zebra will go fairly quickly yeah that's true i don't know and then plus you gotta <laughs> eat it quick too so the you get to it before the, the the buzzards do and the hyenas the hyenas would be troublesome i wouldn't worry if i were a lion i wouldn't worry about the buzzards yeah i just worry about they dirty it up with their gross buzzard feet and beaks get away from my food <laughs> yeah Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's Gargoylosaurus, though. It's a cool Jurassic notosaurid. Yeah, it is weird to think. look at this thing and think that's Jurassic. Yeah, that's just... It, it looks Cretaceous, man. It does look Cretaceous. Like, <laughs> it's like there's some dinosaurs that I think of. I only think of certain eras. Uh, I remember we used to think that Stegosaurs lasted until the end. But then we're like, actually, no, the one that we thought was a Stegosaurus in the Cretaceous, and the like Cretaceous Dravidosaurus has now been... Uh, considered to actually, it was misidentified as a plesiosaur. I don't know how they made that mistake. Oh, no. So I think stegosaurs made it to, like, the early Cretaceous at the latest. At the very latest, okay. Yeah, so, which makes sense, because, like, ankylosaurs are related to them, and they're kind of like stegosaurs, but better. (laughs) Like, they have more defenses. (laughs) 2.0. Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, but yeah, so uh, let's rate Gargoliosaurus one out of 65 million, though, shall we? I'm going to give it... I'll give it a... I'll give it a 50 mil. 
50 mil? Yeah. I'm gonna give it like a 35 mil. Like, it gets most of the uh, novelty of being a Jurassic Ankylosaur. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. And it's the earliest one that we have, you know, mm. a complete skeleton of, or most of a complete skeleton of. Maybe I'll do a 45. Yeah. I, 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 hey, I don't want to influence your rate <laughs> too much. I don't give it a peer pressure. <laughs> if you think it's cool, then it's cool. Fine. Yeah. 50. I'm yeah, yeah. 50. Well, no, what are you doing? <laughs> don't be a kiss ass now. Alright, so that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact us at mattsd at methodoncreator.com for any general questions to either co-host. I have a book series on Amazon, Megazoic, uh, available for print and Kindle. There is a Gargoyosaurus in there. Scottish guy with Graviton manipulators. He's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> He likes saying all these Scottish euphemisms like, well, knock your right in the bohoochie. <laughs> <laughs> a wee bit of a scunner, that one. <laughs> all right. Uh, what about you? What do you got? Well, I have some publishing credits. You can look up my full list of publications at stephenccurrow.com. That's Stephen spelled with a P-H, not yes, a V. Yes, yes, yes. And... Um, I'm excited. It'll be out by the time this is already out. Yes. In June, um, my novelette, The Spark, will be published with Herith Publishing. Yes. And it's a sci-fi dystopia story, and it's super awesome. And it you is go check super it out. awesome. He's not just saying that because he's full of himself. It is literally super awesome. Well, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, I think it's pretty awesome anyway. So, mm. uh, yes. Also, I forgot. You you can follow me on social media at Matthew Don Creator on Facebook, at Matthew Don 64 on Twitter, and Matthew Don 64 on Instagram. Uh, I also have another podcast called The Rit Wits, where two twits talk about writing or writing or whatever. It's a writing podcast. I didn't have you on there sometime. You're a writer. I'd like to jump on sometime. Yeah. Lots of fun. Ba- I, you know, the openers are always really interesting, fun banter. So, oh, thanks. You know. Yeah. <laughs> some pretty dumb stuff that we do there, though. Yeah, the dumb stuff is fun, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll show you some more once we're done. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that's it for this week. As we say, at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites, uh, let's see. Um, What's this thing? This thing? I don't know. Something like What's that. What's the Gargoyles theme song? I don't know. I don't even remember. I was about to say DuckTales. Woo-hoo. That's different. <laughs> it's very different. DuckTales. Darkwing. Darkwing Duck. Darkwing <laughs> Duck. That's not how it goes. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.